Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes filles et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. This is the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. I am Jesse Martineau. Now, this week's guest is someone I've been looking forward to speaking with for quite some time. Martin Cadot is an incredible film director, just a great storyteller with projects that will be familiar to some listeners of this podcast. And I'm very excited to be getting his story and kind of digging into some of these amazing projects. Thank you. Thank you to have me, uh, Jesse. This is a big fun. Now, can you tell us kind of where you are from, kind of get your story? And what made you decide to pursue a career in film? Uh, my family is coming from Quebec, province of Quebec in Canada. Uh, my father and my mother moved in Ottawa when I was, before I was born. The, uh, I'm born in Ottawa. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm born over there. And we moved to Quebec City when I had uh, 11 years old, something like that. Oh, okay. If you ask me where I'm from, I'm probably going to tell you Quebec City because that's where my memories and I, sure. uh, you know how it is, twin time. And <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Quebec City. And yeah, I grew up in Quebec City. I was studying at the University Laval over there. Sure. Laval University. And at some point in my life, uh, uh, a school came in my life. The school is Linis. Uh, and it's the uh, Film and Television Institute, and it was based in Montreal. It, it's it, it, yeah, and we decide me and my wife now to move in <laughs> Montreal, and and yeah, and to I, I, I was accepted at, in the, at that school, and it was a big a two years intense program, and yeah, I make the two years and. Uh, that's it. I start my career right after, and I, since I was young, I always love history. Sure. I, I know two things, three things. I love baseball. <laughs> nice. That's a great <laughs> I'm answer. A huge fan. You can see all my cap over there. Yeah, I'm not seeing the Sox cap yet. Oh yeah, it's over there. Oh, okay. First one. First right, one that, on the line. It's a prominent <laughs> spot. All right, that's what's important. Sure. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, baseball fan, uh, huge uh, historic fan. I love history since I'm, I'm very young. And the other thing, it's film, movie, television. I know very young. I, I, I never ask myself what I'm going to do in life. I know. I don't know why, but I know what I, I was doing when I when I was when I was gonna be young, more, uh, older. I'm gonna do a director, TV director, and yeah, I never asked myself, and I just did what I have to do. And I, I left uh, Linus when I finished my 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 school. It's post university school. When I finished that school, I start working for French CBC. Nice. That's the uh, public broadcaster in Canada. Sure. and start working with them and yeah I, I, I had the chance to have a lot of beautiful person in my life people helping me on my way and yeah I, I, I start in 2005 to make history kind of show documentary or half drama half documentary and yeah 
that's my that's what uh, and i'm doing that uh, for uh, 21 years now that is terrific yeah was it i mean obviously you talk about kind of always loving history i can't i would have to think growing up in quebec city probably helps that quite a bit talk about a place yeah, with tons of history sure. just an amazing place but did you kind of always know going into film that one day you were going to spend large parts of your professional life telling the you know the frank french canadian history story slash franco-american cultural identity story is that kind of something always on your radar i think the life prepared me to to did that because awesome. when i was at at university and university laval in quebec city i, I was working part-time and full-time some period in in a museum in quebec city which one and, yeah musée de la civilisation ah very fun great place you born sure. yeah and it, it's a commercial museum with historical thing and other stuff but the, it, it, you know it's me that's exactly me in life I, I i'm a commercial guy i want to 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 give people uh to understand history how it is interesting and to learn about it and uh yeah the the way i I manage my TV show. It's commercial. I I, I love to have people look at it. Of course, yeah. <laughs> I want people sure. to look at it and absolutely and, and wrote to me after. Hey, I I like that part. And <laughs> a lot of teacher wrote me about a lot of show like Rêve de Champlain, French en Amérique, or uh, Destination Nord-Ouest. Teachers are writing me and said, "Hey, thank you because in my class we passed the show and that's helping awesome. the kids." I would definitely want to start, though, uh, by talking about the project French and Amérique. And I got to start here uh, because this was actually how I was first introduced to your work. Um, actually, I got an email from a listener of the podcast who's from Quebec City who told me I needed to check this, this out and suggested I watch it. So kind of that's the first thing of yours I saw. Super interesting two-part documentary. Can you just talk about what it was and where the idea came from? It, it was the continuity of the show I did before, Rêve de Champlain, uh, Champlain's Dream. It was the continuity and uh, same producer. And we just, it, one of the guy, one of the producer came with the idea and said, hey, we have to, to, to discover what we've forgotten in, in, in North America because French, it was huge in one period of, in their history. It was a lot of French everywhere in North America. And we want to celebrate this uh, heritage of French. It was so great to meet. You know what I like? It? I I love both. I love fiction with actors working with sure. working with actors, and we we're gonna talk a little bit in Champlain about that. I love working in documentary because I meet real people, and that was French en Amérique. We left with. Uh, a friend of me is a, is a great actor in Canada, Vincent Leclerc. Uh, we left with him and, and we travel across America, uh, North America. And we went to, to meet some incredible people doing incredible things with, with French, try to survive with the language in some part. Sure. Other part, it's to help kids to learn it. And we travel across America to yeah to to go there and put a light on what they're doing right now. In the same time, we uh, it, it was for more for a, a younger audience. We tried to push a little bit the uh, yeah the, the, the fun of it and to talk about historical uh, character 
Sure. You know, like uh, Prudent Baudry, who was a uh, mayor in LA in, in 18, 1876, something like that. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it, <laughs> it was great to learn. And at the same time, we discover a real person from today and learn what other did. Now, if I remember right, he was mayor in LA at the same time his brother was mayor in Montreal, if I remember right. Exactly, the, exactly. Oh, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, good. absolutely. No, because this is super interesting. You talk about going through North America. I mean, you're going Vancouver to Mobile, Alabama. You're, you're covered in an enormous area. Now, how did you determine where what stops you were going to make on this amazing trip you took? We know at the beginning we want to go, we want to finish the story in Quebec City because sure. that's the birthplace Absolutely. <laughs> in America. We said, okay, and, and we had a good big event in Quebec. We are all the mayor of the, the association of the mayor of uh, Francophone City or across America. And I said, okay, that's the that's a finishing point. And, and we said, okay, what's not so obvious in North America? They have French over there. It was easy with Louisiana. Sure. It was easy with Quebec, Montreal, Montreal and yeah. everybody in Quebec. We said, okay, let's forget about Quebec, except for Quebec City at the end. Let's go somewhere else. We could discover something. It's not too obvious. That's why we came with Mobile, because Louisiana is, was more simple because not sure. everybody know. But Mobile, with the old Mobile, they, 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 they are making... A, Discovery over there with uh, Greg and John, uh, archaeologists. They're 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 digging to found the whole mobile city. Who was French uh, in that part? We had two good character character over there. Deux beaux personnages. We said in French. Sure. And, and, and this in the same time, Pierre Lemoine Diberville, uh, an historical guy, went over there. Really? We could talk about him in the same time. We tried to find place where we could put uh, historical and contemporary people. And yeah, that's why we choose a, a Jack Kerouac in Lowell, Massachusetts. It was so great. I, I discovered a lot of things about Jack Kerouac in, in the series because I didn't, I never study him a lot in, in Quebec City, but I, with the show, oh, wow, I could discover how he, what he did uh, was incredible. His mobile was by far for me the biggest surprise because when I think about French, I, I don't think about Mobile, Alabama. That doesn't come to mind. But I thought it was really neat that you stopped there. But one other place, obviously, I talked about Kirouac, but one, I'm glad you mentioned that. But one other place I thought was very, very cool, we talked about contemporary with history, was your stop in Missouri. Yeah. Which I thought was awesome. Like, can you just explain what that was about? St. Geneviève in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. We, we found an incredible, incredible guy, Dennis. And, and he was... He, 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 he lived the French. He lived the French uh, with the music. Right. He, he played music in French, and he tried to keep the spirit and the the word, and to 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 yeah, to help the kids, to help the younger, to to learn French. Sure. And, and he's so passionate about his music and and French. It's so important for him. We may we visit old mines. It's not too far from yeah. Saint Jean Vertu, and you know it's. I realize I talk with elders over there and 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 I was I did invite us to a big lunch thing. It was so I was touched by how they were generous. They're, they were talking French a little bit, 
they almost lost it. And that, that's what they're afraid. You said, oh, we, we, we're looking at it. We're losting the, the, the other generation didn't pick up. And Dennis did. He tried to, sure did. to put, to put the, the, the French somewhere and more. And they were talking French with us at some point. And I realized at that point, that was probably exactly the French they had in that time. You know how we speak in Quebec, in province of Quebec? It's yeah. more like French, French in France, they were talking the way we talk. And they were talking like that in the 16, sure. uh, 1608 or something like that. Right. And, and when I was at St. Genevieve and Old Mines, I realized, okay, that's what the, the French, they were, they, they were talking like they were in 17 something. It was, it was great and beautiful to, to see that sound. I love accent. It's so <laughs> great. The French accent in different places. That, that, was, a, that was a big thing for me. It was important to, to celebrate this, these different accents of French language from everywhere. We were in White Horse in Canada, in Yukon, and we traveled to saint Geneviève, and accents are so different, so strongly different and beautiful at the same time. That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny. There's a Somebody I've had on the, on, on the show who describes uh, the Franco-Americans of New England as the people who missed two revolutions because uh-huh. our ancestors were already in Quebec when the French Revolution happened. Yeah. And when you guys went through your quiet revolution in the 60s, we were already here. Yeah. And both of those had major impacts on words and stuff in the language. And so the people who speak in French in Manchester missed both of that. So they do keep a lot of the older things kind of like what you had talked about which i find super fascinating oh wow now but, I, do want- I, I love a lot of i think you asked me just before uh why i was so hooked by history right. i think i had yeah. good teachers but sure. my, my father and one of my uncle they're they're so in with the the cadet family they were they were they were making some research they were they went on the field and and I have a lot of ancestors who went in, in North Walk in Connecticut or uh, Lowminster in Massachusetts. Lowminster, yes. That's sure. direct, direct to me. My family went there. And, and yeah, and they were so in, into it. I think I, I had the, the yeah, they said, okay, me too. I want to go with sure. you and I want to travel and, and yeah, see, now, see where they went. They did. Now, speaking of kind of on the same token, can you tell us about this town in Wisconsin, which yeah. I think is very cool. Because you, you have a town in Wisconsin that has your name. It has a family connection. If you can tell that story. That's so, that's so deep. A few, few years ago, in 2012, we were doing a family trip across the United States and visiting Baseball Stadium because that's of what course. we love. All the family are in now. Fenway being the best, of course. Yeah. Yeah, oh my god, it's beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but it's close. We could I could go more sure. often. Sure, sure. And it's so beautiful. And and at one part we were in Chicago and I asked my wife, hey, is it okay if we make a seven-hour detour to go to Kadat? <laughs> <laughs> and and it's Kadat without a E uh, at the end. We went there, it was a small, small town. And I stop at, at the enter of the, at the, of the town. I take a picture of the cadet population. I was, I was right. so proud. That's my, direct my ancestor, Martin, Michel Cadet. 
and, and uh, I could show you the book. And, and few seconds after, a policeman came in the back of me with Kadot on the side of the car. Sure. And, and I was wondering, can I help you? Do you have a problem with your car? I said, no, my name is Martin Kadot. And one of my right. sisters came here. Right. Yeah. And no, so a... we're proud. And, and we, we have the a Kadots. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Robert Silberg Nagel make a book uh, about a fair trade family. My family was a fair trade. That's so awesome. I think that's why I'm I'm hooked for, yeah. Kind of runs in your family. No, that's cool. I hope that you didn't have to buy your own drinks. I would assume if somebody, a direct descendant of the founder shows up in the town, they better buy your beer for you and you show up to the bar. That's what I think. I, I was a little bit too shy. <laughs> I didn't show anybody. No. Back to the, just one more thing about the, the French in Amérique. I'm curious kind of what the reaction you've gotten um, in Quebec to this, because obviously it's connected with people. When, I guess, why do you think the message of a still vibrant or still active Franco world outside of Quebec, why does that resonate so much with the people in your province? It resonates a lot in Quebec, but in Ontario, much really? more because really? yeah, a lot of French people in 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 Ontario. We all we're so small and so not a huge number of francophones. We we were thinking we're not a huge number because we're in Quebec. It's in Canada. It's thirty three million people. We're I don't know seven eight in Canada in Quebec. Sure. I don't know one million in Ontario and few others in every province you have small city small town who speak French and but but everybody is in 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 all the big country it's small right. little place and the series was that to, to put the the proud of the people to say okay we're we're a lot of person when you think and I discover and when I start the researcher, that's that's a thing I love with my job. I have to meet some people, historian, people, archaeology, archaeologists. I have to meet a lot of person to to know what I'm talking about. Sure. No, of course. <laughs> and, and one of the person told me, you know, that 23 million francophone in America. I said, no. <laughs> That's a, you're playing me now. He said, yeah, nine point something in Canada, 11 in United States, mm -hmm. two on two, uh, thousand, 200,000 in Mexico, in Mexico, oh, wow. 9.7 Caribbean, 2.6 in Central and South America. He said, 33 millions francophone I'm, I'm i'm impressed but sure. we're, we're all on our side and you know i see on his side and right. the states you're on our side in canada we're in canada we're so separate quebec is something ontario is something and a lot of french canadian in quebec didn't know they have francophone in ontario and and we're close in the same country sure and, no of course uh, that was my my goal at the beginning of the series. Okay, let's bring everybody together and and celebrate our francophone wrestling roots. Yeah, that was my main goal. And you you, you saw the uh, in the show they have a we have characters character like more kids thing. Yeah. it's funny for for adults, but it was to help the kids to 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 understand and and to hook them in right. the series. 
and and it worked well because we are receiving a lot of yeah feedback about school using the series and and, and yeah kids are and and adult too because I'm proud of, of course all the, the person we met all the all the all the character we discover and I will say in Canada we forgot a lot of our heroes I found United States better than us to celebrate their hero people some somebody did something you know about it you study about it and sure. and it's so important what Washington did what and and, and in Canada it's I will talk a little bit about David Eckett Fisher, who did right. Champlain's Dream. It's an American who tell the story of a French Canadian in Canada like nobody did it before. It was so beautiful. And, and I said, we should have this little thing you have about the, your ancestors and your hero and people make some stuff. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about that then, because it's an amazing series, the Rev de Champlain. Uh, obviously, you mentioned based on the book by David Hackett Fisher. I'm sure book is going to be certainly familiar to a number of the listeners in the podcast. How did this project get on your radar? How did you end up taking this book and kind of turn it into the series? Public television in Ontario, they were celebrating the 400th anniversary of uh, French, uh, uh, French uh, presence, we said in English, French yeah. in, the, in the soul of Ontario. And it's in it's in Brule, where I was the first one to go over there, and they were celebrating that. And the the, the yeah the network, the TFO network, open and ask all the a lot of producer and director to hey we want to do a series about Champlain, G- give me give me so, send some your ideas and and we won we won that the, that series and. It was, it's the, the idea was the, the president of the TF, of TFO, Glenn. That's an amazing idea. I was shocked. And I, when I, I read uh, the, the idea, I said, okay, I want to do that. And we're going to do that. We have to find a way to be the best one. And we want the, the series. And I read the David Eckett Fisher book and... And it's, it's a huge book. It's not a small book, yeah. Well, I pass it and like like this, and it was so. <laughs> I, it was so, yeah, great. Now, yeah, what was it like? I guess working with David Hackett Fisher because he seems like it'd be an interesting guy to to work with. And have you ever been in a office with more books in your entire life? I just remember that visual of like he had like a hundred million books all around him in his office. Amazing, and and yeah. I went on his place in his office and he had this old computer, very old <laughs> computer, like 90s. I said, Mr. I can make sure you should have uh, the last ones. Sure. <laughs> I said, no, no, I'm good with that. And, uh, <laughs> I love it. and so much book around him. It was, yeah, you saw the, the footage of it. Uh, oh yeah, it was. And the, the, the thing I'm going to remember from all my life, one of my favorite director, uh, Steven Spielberg. I, I, I'm in his office. I look in a picture behind his door. It's it's Steven Spielberg and him. Wow. Huh? You you talk with you know Spielberg? And we yeah, he said, yeah, yeah, Spielberg was amazing. They they work on a project together. It didn't it didn't went at the end on, on screen, but they worked on something a few years ago. 
And he said, Spielberg talk all the time about light, lightning, light, light sure. you know, the light, light in the, the how, how it's, it's beautiful. And I said, oh, I love that. Me too, I love that. <laughs> okay, I have one point in comment. I have David Eckert Fisher between me and Spielberg. Okay. Perfect. No, that's <laughs> very cool. He, he was amazing. He was, uh, yeah, he, he gave us all the latitude to, to go where we want with the book. Awesome. And, and we tried to make a series, a TV series, very modern. We want something uh, contemporary. Sure. Not the whole kind of documentary. We want something fast, something. The idea of the the narrative structure for me, I don't want. At the beginning, I said I don't want to start with is born. Right, right, yeah, because <laughs> you don't, yeah. No, because it's it's not the good part. It's the backgrounder, and you backgrounder is after. Let's start yeah. with the hook, and 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 like Indiana Jones, when you start the first show, he's doing something incredible with the little statuette, and 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 after you're in the backgrounder, yeah. and you continue the sure. narrative thing. And and I said I want to start exactly like that with something, and we start with uh, with Champlain when he was spying for the for the king, and and yeah. we did this for every show. And it's not a linear documentary. Mm -hmm. yep. You're moving in time, you're moving. And we had to find an, an idea. And one of my collaborators came with this idea with the big, uh, like a clock with- Oh yeah, the, the timeline, the move, yeah. Yeah, and it was okay. I said, okay, that's what we need. It's gonna be easier and, and yeah, you're, Okay, we're in 1608. Okay, we're going in 1575. Okay, we right. you're playing with in, in in the time. Yeah, then it it I think it was so great to when I the first time I saw the first show with David Eckert Fisher. You know how nervous you could be having and yeah, and he was happy. He said, Oh my god, he loved the series, he loved the yeah, the modern thing and, and the way we I stick with the all what he put in his book, all the Champlain I discover with him. I that's the series. That's a series we we did. Sure, it, it it is different than I guess even your typical documentary in that you have actors portraying critical events in the life of Champlain. How did that come about? How did you get these actors? What? How did you decide which? I don't know, I guess which scenes you were going to recreate. The chance I have since I started my career, I always did one year documentary and one year I was shooting drama, TV, a fiction thing with actors. Sure. That I have both in my tools. In And this series, we decided to, to, to have some, we don't have a lot of money, but we said, okay, let's do, I dreamed to make a movie about Champlain, but it was too expensive, <laughs> a movie with actors and everybody. Yeah, there's plenty to work with there, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and I talk about it every year to my producer. I say, hey, <laughs> let's do a, a movie and a movie. And, and yeah, and for the, for the TV show, we decide, okay, let's, we have, okay, in every show, four little movie, four little clip, we're gonna shoot with, uh, with actors. And to, to be sure we understand that's key moment in the life of Champlain. We choose, okay, that's all the key moments. We put the uh, fiction actors and we, yeah. And I try to, 
and the other all the other part is documentary sure. and but i decided very soon in the process i said to my dp director of photography i said i want to i don't want to do the documentary like a documentary style the part of the show documentary i don't want to shoot it like a documentary i want to shoot it like a movie Right. We right. had a we had a jib, a crane. We had sure. a lot of stuff, dolly, and and I said to him, when we're gonna shoot the fiction side, totally opposite, on the shoulder, the camera. I'm I, I'm I was making all my rehearsal. The DP was he was there. He was put the lights and and everything to sure. the scene. He was leaving the 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 set. Oh wow! I was making the with the, only me and the actors. Okay, you're walking over there at that time, and and gotcha. I said almost nothing to my my DP. He came, take the camera, and follow the puck. That's because That's I awesome. was I was searching that energy. You know, you know when sure. an actor's is standing up, and you know it. You know the DP know or the cameraman know. He's he's gonna follow him perfectly. Say, oh, you know that that, and in that word, he's gonna stand up. <laughs> But in that show, in the first pass, I, I was made. I made for every scene. Nobody know. Only he, he, okay. He's standing up. Oh, okay, he's standing up. But giving <laughs> you an energy. That's <laughs> and, fun. And feel it. And we play a lot with the the war thing and and and, the, and it was great. But yeah, very at the beginning of the project, I came with that idea and I said, okay, and and you could we could feel it in the show. You know, show sure. all the energy is. And yeah, I, I, I love both part because the key moment with the actors was was great to, to live with the actor. And all the other moment with, we had uh, three person uh, in, in, in Europe, in France, one person right. in the United States, another person in Quebec in Ontario. And, and yeah, we travel with them. It's like correspondant, like, uh, CNN yeah. or uh, <laughs> yeah it, yeah that was kind of crazy I mean you, you see you, you correspondence all over the place it's, yeah the, the states Ontario Quebec France yeah it was wild yeah we we tried to to and it was amazing because I was on the footstep of Champlain like David sure. Akin did David Akin did the same thing a few years ago he before he wrote his book he went everywhere Champlain went. I went everywhere, Champlain, and, <laughs> and it was amazing because you were there in, in Brouage, where, where Champlain was born when he was young. He said, oh my God, I'm, I'm here. I'm, that, that's his house. And, right. and he walked there. Yeah, and it was- The church? The church? The church over there. Right. And, 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 and everything is related with what we talked at the beginning because- I, I was in Quebec City for almost all my teenage age, and and and, and Quebec. I, I was in Place Royale. My work when uh, my Musée favorite, my favorite place on earth. Yes, we, we married. We, we we were married. Me and my wife in in one of the little place over there in Place Royale. <laughs> at the, That's all, at, how it's important for me. Notre Dame de Victoire. Yeah. That, that we are not in that church, but we, yeah. we celebrate in one of the whole house. All the, we came that there after the church. Is amazing. Yeah, because it's so important. It was so important. You know, it's all connected somewhere. I don't know why. <laughs> That's but so yeah, very cool. The, the, the fun to to 
just to watch walk in this footstep everywhere we went in the United States. We we visit Maine, uh, uh, Ile, Ile à la Croix. Uh, what's the name of this island? Ile Saint Croix. Ile Saint Croix. Maine. It's it was amazing to yeah to follow where where he went and yeah one of the thing in David Eckett Fisher book was very important for me it was okay he was a visionary an adventurer uh, he may he was a diplomat a geographer and, sure. and but but for me he treated indigenous people the first nation with more respect than any other european before him it, right. it was the first to our son's gonna marry your your daughter and and we're gonna create a metis a metis, sure. uh, it's a beautiful vision and and yeah i that's what david Eckert fisher put in his book and and that's what i wanted when i make the series that's that's the most that was the most important thing for us to have that that's that feeling yeah at the end of the series you could feel it that's awesome especially because i mean it's gonna be a reward that's that's your family story the, the, the guy who started uh, that town in, in the Midwest, and, that was and him. That, he was and, a Native and, American mom and French dad, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, a lot of cadets was, uh, they were in the Abjiwe, Abjiwe. Abjiwe, yeah. yeah. And because they marry uh, a woman over there and right. and, and, and yeah, we're, it's all, it's all metis, metisage. No, it's so cool. Now, the question I get when I've already gotten this quite a bit, but I told people that we will be chatting. Is there an English version of Rev de Champlain? Yes, okay. we made an English version. I confirmed to you. I know <laughs> you, you're going to laugh. <laughs> French in France, they buy the series. Yeah, but they buy the English version. <laughs> That's awesome. And they translate in French. I don't understand. That we is make, crazy. We, we make a yeah. We we have an uh, I think it's an hour, an hour English version of Rêve de Champlain. I love the English version. It's the uh, because the French version it's uh, six episodes of thirty minutes. Right. We we make one hour. <laughs> it, it it's fast. Sure. But. But, but it's a cool show. I love the English version as well. Very awesome. Okay, one more thing we got to touch on in this for sure is Destination Norwest. So we, we mentioned this a little bit before. It's, it's a super interesting. It's a, kind of like a reality TV series, living history series kind of thing. I've watched, there's been two seasons. I've watched every minute of both. So what is Destination Norwest? That was crazy. That <laughs> <laughs> looks crazy. That was crazy. crazy. The, the, okay, the, <laughs> the, at the beginning, the, the, the first one, we did three series. The first one was, okay, can I say redo? Let's do it again. <laughs> Re recreate, yeah. Right. Let's recreate what our ancestors did in 1806, 1803 and the 1806, traveling in, from Montreal to Winnipeg uh, in a beach bar canoe, nine person, fur trade, uh, <laughs> fur trade. Go, they're they're bringing a lot of stuff in Winnipeg, and they're coming with the fur, like 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 the Compagnie du Nord-Ouest or Hudson Bay Company did. Sure. 
at the beginning we said, it, do you think it's possible for us today to do what they did in that period? Right. And it was crazy, like I said, it was so <laughs> rough. Oh my God. They, I, I, I can't imagine. Okay, the, the nine person we put in the beach bar canoe, we trained them for a few days before we don't want to put it in the wood like that. We, 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 we give them some history course, uh, geographic course, uh, bear thing because they have bear someplace. Right. And a lot of expert in Canada, expert came and, and they, they learn about with them for a week or something like that. After the, the they start from Lachine, like they did in the, in, in the, in 1806, they left for, uh, for Winnipeg and we travel Montreal to Winnipeg in three months by canoe and by foot with portage. Right. And that was the first season, first season we did that with amazing story thing. Second season was the story of Alexander Mackenzie, the first expedition of white men because First Nation were already there. Of course. Uh, we left Alberta, in, like the, 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 the travel, Mackenzie did it in 1793, something like that. He was the first white man to, 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 to at that period, Col uh, British Columbia and, and Alberta, they didn't know what was the length of it because nobody had to make a map before. Sure. And Mackenzie did that. He traveled with his group, they were 10 and yeah, that, you know, after, after the first one, we, we, we start, that was in 2005. In 2008, we said, okay, the crew, the TV crew, we have the experience, we're good. We know <laughs> what, we're, what we're doing. Sure. Oh my God, it was, <laughs> I, uh, we, we, you know, Mackenzie talk about a little part. The name was the, the bad river, the bad river. And I know why he called it, it the bad, bad river. Yeah. yeah, and and that's the, we won a, a prize with that, with that show because the the canoe, they, they had to burn the canoe. I don't know if you look yeah. at that show. And, yeah. and they were so, oh my God, they were devastating because they love the canoe. You know, a beach bar canoe, it's like something living. It's like, because you have to repair it every night. It's right. like, and it's your life, that canoe, and yeah. Yeah, we travel across mountain, and we, 72 days after, uh, we went on the other side, and we were on the, uh, the Pacific Ocean. We went to the, the big rock, where Mackenzie put his yeah. name and everything. That's so crazy, yeah. 1793, blah, blah, something like that. And, and just before, we're, we are paddling to go to that rock. It's, it was like a day and a half, something like that of paddling. At one point, we see a big wave coming and we all look at ourselves, what is that? I was in the Zodiac just take, taking some shot and, sure. and we, everybody was looking over there and what is that? Is it La, La Marie or the, the yeah, is it, what, what is coming? And it was Dolphin was- Amazing. A, a hundred, a lot of, uh, and 
they, and, and, and they help us to go to the rock and they, they follow us and they, they play for us. And it was amazing, amazing moment. It was good because right after we, we, we portage for like, I don't remember, is it two weeks in, in, the, in the mountain? And yeah, we were tired, but sure. that moment you came alive and we had the chance to tell the story of amazing people, uh, First Nation, uh, English, Canadian, and, and French Canadian, and French French. Sure. <laughs> and a lot of a lot a lot of people make some incredible stuff in our history. And like I said before, nobody teach that in school. And the real person who did that show, it's like a kind of reality TV, but nobody's losing we don't want to yeah exactly <laughs> and nobody's winning money at the end it's that they, they have a little money but it's because they're doing a tv show not because they're the first one at the end yeah and it was great to see how people change the, the all all the participant in the canoe you see the evolution of them in the series how they change and I could feel how it was in that period, how facing the nature, how it, that could change everything. And, you know, when they left to go to in the United States, when they went to Mississippi, one of the trip I want to do, and that's another thing I talked to my producer, it's, it's the, the, the Chicago and the Mississippi. I want, to, I want to make that route. That's a fabulous route uh, to do. And, and, you know, when they travel so long from from montreal and quebec at that at that time and kind of follow la salle follow the yeah. files yeah. isn't the la salle when you kind of explored that entire region that'd be super interesting oh yeah i, I visit uh, chicago because we went to the white Sox and the cubs and <laughs> a few yeah. years ago and i was nice. taking picture of the you know the the small the little river in the city they pass over there they they were they passed through the city could be right incredible Detroit, Chicago, Saint Louis, and a lot of French, I would say character, personnage. Yeah. They, they pass over there. Uh, oh yeah, all along the Mississippi River, there's a bunch of French towns. City and town. Absolutely. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, no, that'd be well. If you need a volunteer, I happen to know a Franco-American guy. Oh, I know now. There you go. I'll be <laughs> I'm going to invite you. I love it. No, that would be a blast. Um, it'd be super hard. Uh, just let's, <laughs> everything that you guys do is super hard. That would be an amazing experience. So I, I am curious. Yeah. The first time you did it, because I mean, it's different now because people have seen the series. So how did you get nine people to sign up for, you know, you know who wants to just take a canoe and kind of paddle slash walk from Montreal <laughs> to Winnipeg? Like, how did you even get this, this initial crew together? It was hard, but because uh, they didn't know what, what to expect about the TV <laughs> right, show. Right. <laughs> Some guys were thinking, oh, this is Survivor or what kind of show it is. See, it's a, and we said, no, no, it's a documentary, uh, reality documentary, but it's not, uh, it's not, nobody's winning. You're just trying to. I don't have to try to put some uh, Bisbee, put some um, hate. They're going to hate each other 
Oh, oh yeah, you don't have to create drama for them. That's for exactly. Sure. I don't have to create yeah. a drama. They they they're gonna they're gonna get have enough drama. It's so tough physically yeah, and sure. mentally. But I don't have to. I just want to capture what they're living, what they're living all the way, and what they're what they're gonna do. And you know, funny things at the beginning, first day, they're stopping to go pee or stuff like that right. huh, with the canoe. And we're, we were waiting in their zodiac or with them on the beach. They were, go, they were going in the wood very far. <laughs> yeah. After two weeks, they stay just in front of us, <laughs> just over there in the wood. Yeah. Uh, because they said, oh, my God, I'm too tired. I'm not working, uh, sure. walking for another uh, too, too long in the wood. And, and yeah, first project was a little bit tougher to find people. But the second one, everybody saw the first one in TV. They had good right. ratings, and and this when when the second one came, we had a, a huge amount, and the third one was the same thing. Of a person want to do the show, and uh, at that point, nobody was doing. We didn't have an employee for Facebook and media thing like that. I was doing it myself, and I'm doing it myself today again. Really. <laughs> okay. People's writing me, hey, do if you do another show, I want to do, uh, I want to participate. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm asking my producer every year, right? I, I could do one last one. <laughs> it's so tough physically. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to think about. I'm going to start training tomorrow. I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Let's do the last one with you. <laughs> I love it. That would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'll be ready. I get. That's like my six months off my job to try to learn as much French as I could in Quebec city. I'll be, I'll be good so to go. Great. That's so great. What you did. Oh, wow. This is, this is what I'm, I mean, you got your passion. This is what I'm passionate about. You know, I'm kind of telling Franco American story for sure. Um, but I am one thing, cause I, I did, I did need to bring this up cause I saw kind of a behind the scenes. Oh, I guess that third series you did with like the gold rush series, which is super, super cool. Also, and yeah. you guys are living the experience that the participants are going through. You guys are just as crazy as they are as you're going up through the mountains and these forests and 100 million mosquitoes. I can't even imagine. That's why I said I could do one other one. <laughs> it's, so, it's so tough. I, every time I came back, I was for one week, sometimes on a week and a half, on my couch with nothing in my eyes. <laughs> and sure. It's so exhausting because it's, I don't know, 16, 18, 20 hours a day because you're <laughs> sleeping in tent right. and, and walking on La Rue, on the La Rue vers là, we were walking the crew 32K per day. That's, yeah. That's no. a lot. And you're not only walking, you're making a TV show. Of you course. have to. You right. have to film and they pass running in front. And if you want to do a shot, you don't have a choice. And uh, yeah, we were so, I was so tired at the end. But in the same time, when you finish, it's like the participant. When yeah. you finish, you're so proud. Hey, and you look at the show when it's passed on air and you have in Canada, when you have 1 million, it's a lot of viewers. Because sure. we're not so much francophone, and we, we we had more than one million. Everybody was oh my god, that's we were that's happy awesome. because a lot of person, yeah. And it's so tough to yeah portage walk the <laughs> yeah, right. whole day. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you're wet for 
in the morning, you woke up at five o'clock, you're away, you're wet for all day until the night. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's great. You, you know, you're, I'm making a history in the same time. Ne Absolutely. I, to I told my crew every time because it was true. No other crew did what we did in the way we are do doing it. We're, we don't have a lot of money to sp sleep at the hotel or stuff like that. Right. We were in the tent. And yeah, I said to my crew, you could be proud guys because it's amazing what we're, what we're doing. Every time it's, everybody is so dedicated to the story. Everybody wants to put the story in front. And sure. Every, every, and, and you know, it's a story, yeah? It's, sure we're, we're, and a lot of American, a lot of French, Canadian too, and Canadian, uh, people around the world came for that gold rush in Yukon, in Alaska and Yukon. And some people, a, a lot of whatever the language, where you're from, they, they live all, the same thing. They had to climb the golden stairs. They have to walk, right. they have to take a boat yeah. on the other side. And yeah, I, I, I learned some so dramatic story about people leave everything behind and try to go over there for a better life and lose everything at the end. And, and you visit a couple cemeteries along the way. Yeah, because it, it was so it's so important for me to to tell what's happened in that period. Remember the uh, I called the IKEA boat. A guy built IKEA boat with uh, with stuff and 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 he bring it from like Seattle or San Francisco. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And and he bring this by. Oh, I don't know how on his shoulder for, right. for months. He went on the top of the mountain. He put everything over there and Canadian guard at that point. I don't know if it was RCMP or they said, no, man, you can go over there with that kind of boat. It's not that it's not enough tough to for the river in Canada. Yeah. The guy left everything over there and, 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 he, and he quit and he I never, I asked their story and what happened about him after right. and nobody right. know, nobody know. And oh, wow. one day I was on the Canadian side. When I was at the top, it was uh, a day with too much snow, everybody was freezing. I didn't have time to make a scene about that boat because the boat are still there. It's still there, right? It's just laying there. Yeah. And one day, five, four or five days after, I said to, to my crew, okay, you're shooting with them all day, I'm going to take a camera and I'm going to take the footage of it because we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't have the footage and I want to put a voiceover or somebody talking about it. Right. Uh, and yeah, we walk, they put a guide with me in case of I, <laughs> I fall or I- Yeah, sure. And, and we walk 16 hours, go over there, what? take the footage and came back. It was- That's wild. Eight hours, eight hours to come back. All day only to take. I don't know. I have five or six shot, but yeah. enough, enough to have the story. You you could you you see Ab it. Hundred percent. Huh? Yeah, I absolutely remember that. I mean, you guys are, you guys are earning that million viewers. That's for sure. Sixteen hours with them walking for a show. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so so awesome though. I did actually one quick kind of aside. I thought it was interesting about that third series uh, is that they started off like on a cruise together like the group did and i thought that kind of made maybe a different dynamic the fact that they got to know each other a little bit before they were in this incredibly crazy stressful type situation it was interesting 
when we start the, to learn about that period, I, I read everything like I did for Champlain or Dude. every time. Uh, I, I start with Gold Rush, perfect. I read everything, a lot, a lot of picture and, 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 and the storybook tell, okay, a lot of person came by both in, in, in Alaska, Skagway, from mm. Seattle, San Francisco, Vancouver. Some people, they were walking to Canada, the all route from Edmonton. But we decide, okay, let's take the boat like a lot of person did from Seattle, San Francisco, Vancouver, and went to Skagway. We decided to take a huge cruise boat with yeah. all you can eat and everything. And we said, okay, that's making good TV because for five days, they're going to eat like everything they want. They're going to drink everything they want. They're going to go in the bathtub. It's going to be funny. But we said, okay, that's good TV. First, sure. first thing, we're going to make the, all the, uh, the, the, the historian, the, the technical guy, the bear security thing to learn before you're going in Alaska. Right. And we and, and and how you pan for gold? Right. We give it them some courses along the gotcha. uh, along these five days. Gotcha. And at, and at the end, when they are leaving the, the boat, they, they they are with the new clothes about uh, right. in that period, 1898, 97, 98, and 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 they had to walk a lot because Skagway and, they and sure did. Skagway, <laughs> yeah it's, it's a long way and we we were la i was laughing because i thought oh that's gonna be tough for them because they are eating and everything the, the, the one thing i didn't expect we were eating too we were drinking <laughs> and we had to walk <laughs> I, that day was in, in oh it's never finished it's like that it was i said is it the next <laughs> corner no it's another five miles and then yeah it was a <laughs> rough awesome. for them but for us too <laughs> i can imagine no okay now at any point during these three seasons did you ever think to yourself you know what i'm not sure they're gonna make it like i am legitimately scared that this might not reach its conclusion two times in my life okay I, i'm a pretty strong guy emotionally i could sure. I could face a lot of things before I said to myself, okay, I'm in trouble. When I'm making, I was making the Bad River, at one point, it was a little bit dangerous. I said, okay, I didn't feel it during the day, but the, the, the day after the, these five days, we were there, five, six days, the day after, I was dreaming every night, like, and I was uh, yelling in my dream. And, and, I know something happened inside of me sure. during the day. I was in, in control, but in, during the night and every night I was flooding in the water and because oh, we were, wow. uh, that was the first one or, but it wasn't my dream. I woke up right. after it and it's okay. Yeah. But, but when we did La Rue Vers La Gold Rush, right. you know, it, your, the, the trail, the, the, in, in, in Alaska, when you're making the trail, to go to on the other side on Canada, it's it's not far. It's like fifty four k something like that. And and and, and you said ah, oh, it's gonna be faster. I make three weeks in the wood for DNO two. Sure. And now it's only fifty four k. It's okay. I didn't expect they have five hundred kilogram to each to to right. transport to, right, to right. Bring. They have a, it's it's a lot of back and forth. 
Right. And at one point, when you're, it's, you're there, we started in May, and it was like the end, beginning of May, and it was the end of June, and we were still there, and nothing is moving. And oh, wow. at one point, I said to myself, "We're, we're stuck here for," <laughs> right. but, but it's impossible. I have to find a solution yeah, <laughs> because right, right. we're making yeah. a TV show. And and the ranger park, United States Ranger Park said, okay, are you leaving soon? <laughs> are you leaving, guys? Right, right. You're in Canada now. And yeah, we was, and, and that was a very tough part. I didn't see how we could manage to finish this trip. I had to find a solution with historical thing. It's of course. I called my historian. I said, I don't want to uh, put everything in a, in a car or yeah, somebody right. in because it's not historic. I can't do that. What is historic? And historian came to me and said, they have the porteur, uh, First Nation around there. They were, for money, they were packing on their shoulder sure. and helping the prospector, the guy where, over there mm -hmm. for the gold. I said, okay, that's a solution. <laughs> right. We have something now. And, and, yeah. and I offer that to the 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 prospector the guy who, the, the people who were there and they said okay they had they had money from that period right yeah we had money and they choose to yeah we spend a little bit of money to help us to go faster yeah and when we take the river you know the river i made two series nine uh, six months of my life on river in, in, <laughs> in, 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 in portage river it's easy for us uh, okay when we were on the other side on Lac Bennett and sure. we, we travel from Lac Bennett to Dawson City, it was easy for us. We start to eat better food, us too, because yeah. it was the dehydrated food on the trail. Like dehydrated food, yeah. Oh my God, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I said to my crew, because one of the guy had, uh, okay, it, it was not, tape it was uh, our drive we had to take the little hard drive sure. at the beginning of the we were i don't know at the 43 uh, 43k in the in the in the in the trail every two days we had to have a guide going with our little stick card at the beginning of the the trail people's making and uh, our, put it the, all the show on our drive and sure. it's coming back the day after and one day I said, okay, let's bring milk and powder, powder milk and, yep. and Fruit Loops. I want to eat Fruit Loops. <laughs> <laughs> bring me Fruit Loops. <laughs> for the Fruit Loops. Yeah, it was great for that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the, all the, the, the last, per, the last, the, the, the few last show. It, it's on the water and it was. Right. For us, it was easy because we know how to shoot in water. We are, uh, we know after all these, yeah. But I pass nine months of my life filming in the wood in, right. in, and from Montreal to Alaska. And <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I, I, I'm so proud of what we did, all the crew. And with the money we have, we, we are, one of my uh, sound guy, best sound guy ever, Simon Payne, his name, <laughs> he's working for Amazing Race now, USA, Very nice. Canada, USA, and, and Survivor. He's, he's amazing. Oh, wow. he's, 
he's French Canadian is in uh, in Ottawa too and and yeah he, they saw the show we did and somebody at the amazing race said you should call these guys these guys very good yeah absolutely and, and Simon we, we yeah I work I still work with him and and he's he's in next time we're leaving he said I'm coming back. I want to I do that kind of show he love it yeah that's awesome yeah. for the Mississippi show now very yeah. very cool now yeah, I do it's going to be easy because we have, it's only river, almost river. We go down the river. Wow. <laughs> I'm not sure it's ever, I mean, maybe easy for you. I don't think anything's easy for the people who are doing this. Yeah. I'm going to sleep in few hotels. I can take <laughs> There's probably more hotels along the way. I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been way, way fun. But I do, I do want to ask one more question that's a little bit different than kind of just, I guess, your project. Because I'm curious, somebody who's worked a lot with telling you know, the, the French Canadian history story, the story of our heritage. Would you have anything to maybe a suggestion for any people like me and a lot of my listeners who are here in the States, but desperately want to connect more with our heritage, with our culture, anything that you can suggest? For sure. If you go on uh, TFO, you know, uh, the broadcaster I talked to you just before, TFO, yeah. it's uh, in Ontario. You have a lot of TV show you could you could like. You could write to me <laughs> on my Facebook, on my, uh, yeah, you, you, on my email. And I could suggest you TV show if you want movie, French movie. Um, if you want to reconnect with what, what we're doing right now. Sure. And, and, and that could, that could be cool. And, and, and yeah, like what you did this year, it's amazing. I was so, wow, uh, visit, come and visit Quebec. And, and you probably learn more than everything you learned before. Eh? It's the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. Absolutely. Uh, wow. Best six and, months of my life. And, you know, I'm doing the same thing, but on the other side, because all my family went to, to Connecticut and New sure. work and, and New Walk. And and it's I'm do I want to, to go there. My grandpa and grandma went over there. Say I want right. I want to go in their footstep and, and understand how they, they were living in the United States, how they were uh, and, and now it's the descendant. Yeah, I want to connect like you did. I try right. to go it on the other side. And yeah, yeah. It, 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 if you want to see the the few show and and I could suggest some stuff. Just go on my uh, Facebook and yeah, for me it's TV show because I'm doing that. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's great way to start to start to learn or sure. and, yeah. And we're so like I said for uh, French and Amérique, you're on your side, we're on our side, where everybody's working, and and but we forgot we're all linked by this little French thing. Sure. Hey, uh, yeah. I, if I, I'm pretty sure a lot of person want probably you 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 live it in Quebec when you were there. People knowing what your story, they oh yeah, it's incredible, and and they want to help you or. Yeah, I think there's just no, not a lot of people realize how many of us there are. The fact that, you know, there's two million descendants of people who came down from Quebec here, just in New England. But you're right, a lot of common, you're trying to follow what you're, you want to see where your grandparents went. My grandfather, my dad's dad, well, um, I have a, my entire family on all sides country, Quebec, but 
My dad's dad was born in uh, Saint Apollinaire. Spent his early years in Saint Apollinaire, just outside of Quebec City. So wow! Uh, yeah. When I was living in Quebec, I was in Saint Etienne de Lausanne. It's just few cities from Saint Apollinaire. It's where it's on the, on the south shore. Awesome! Amazing! Very very fun. Well, this has been awesome. I really really appreciate it. Again, we've been talking to Marce Cardot, field director. Amazing conversation. So much fun. Thank you very much. This has been awesome. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you to invite me and uh, hope to, to talk soon. And uh, Lowell and Mississippi want to do that, do things. If, next, if you ever come to New England, you got to let me know. Anytime here in any of the New England states, we'll, we'll meet up. I'll give you a tour of my town for sure if you ever want to see Manchester. Thank you and take care. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at fclpodcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.